Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snacker Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to frito to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. Hello, everyone. This is A.A. Ron Sutton, your favorite middle-aged white guy that knows all the lyrics to the entire album of Doggy Style by Snoop Doggy Dog. Tonight, I'm very excited to have the film room director of the Pro Football Network, former collegiate and semi-pro quarterback Shane Tyler. I'm going to pick his brain tonight, go through the Dolphins roster when we come back. Welcome back, everybody. This is your episode of Finsider Daily with Shane Tyler. This is my man who is the film room director at the Pro Football Network, also a former collegiate semi-pro quarterback, working with some high school kiddos this time around. Shane, thanks for joining me tonight. Hey, thanks for having me. It's It's an honor. You know, I'm just imagining Shane right now stinking it up after practice. Probably, I'm guessing, with maybe a small glass of gym. Would that be accurate? Small glass of gym? Yes. More of an Irish whiskey man. Uh Aha. Jameson. Okay. (laughs) And do you do it on the rocks? Yeah, yeah. You got to have three in there. I got you. Let's talk some football and all the rage right now. All the hoopla is around Preston Williams. And before we get into what you've seen in the tape from Preston thus far, shame on any of you who voted in my Twitter poll of who was the better undrafted free agent signing for the Miami Dolphins. Preston Williams beat John Denny, and you all should be ashamed of yourselves. Preston Williams, as good as he looks, as much as I love him, has not played one snap of regular season football for the Miami Dolphins, and John Denny is the GOAT. 15 year, what, the 15th year he's been with us this, this year, maybe 14th? But come on, man. I mean, that's I, I could not believe my eyes when I saw those poll results. I, I thought it was going to be a farce the other way. I thought it was going to be... Denny in a landslide, so I'm I'm just shocked. But let's explore the potential of Preston Williams. So to me, Shane, when I'm watching him, you know, in some of the practice reps that they show and obviously in the preseason game, he's one of those guys that seem to naturally use their frame pretty well and has shown the ability to kind of play above the rim. Pardon the basketball analogies, but I'm a basketball player, so you'll just have to get used to that, Shane. But uh, he just seems really comfortable in his routes. He shows um, nuance, I would say, almost. So 
and, and to me, it can be the little things. So let me make another basketball analogy. One of the most underrated skills you can have as a basketball player is being able to push off without it looking like you're pushing off. That's how you're able to create a little bit more separation coming off of a pick. And just that, that's even that smaller margin of window, if you can just extend it a little bit more, that's the difference between getting a shot off and getting your shot blocked. So I just see some nuances in his game. So uh, Shane, let me bring you in and tell me what you've seen so far. How refined is his route tree? Or am I just getting too excited? Well, kind of going back to the, the John Denny vote that went horribly wrong. Um, <laughs> we, don't, we don't really have a lot. He hasn't played a game. So we don't really have a lot of, of tape on him, you know, and he, he caught four passes. Uh, so we've got those highlights and they were highlights. I mean, they were jump off the, off the computer screen type, type highlights. But uh, looking back to his college days, it was something that he kind of did on the regular, albeit uh, at the competitive level that he played at. Um, so he ha- does have a, a great control over his body. I will give him that, even though sometimes I don't think he has those soft hands, never really looked like the guy in college that had those, those incredible soft hands of some of the uh, comparisons to like Brandon Marshall and stuff, the guys that just kind of plucked it, but for whatever Mm -hmm. reason, he, he makes it work. He, you know, he, even with a couple of those um, catches just last week in that game, it, you know, he still kind of impresses, uh, with his hands in that sense. So I don't know. It's, it's hard kind of looking back at college. Cause I think he did dominate in a sense uh, with that level of competition, but his body control is, is above and beyond an undrafted free agent. I mean, we have to admit that he went undrafted, not because of ability. So he is right. a guy that should, that should be able to compete for uh, playing time. And he should be a guy that's productive, uh, you know, because of his his level of talent and where he should have gone in the draft. So you mentioned maybe a, the a, a catching issue. You know, it's able to work for him. Do you think something like that is it any idiosyncrasy that you can kind of overcome, or do you think that's going to be something that ends up catching up with him a little bit? I. I don't know. I think that even some of the stuff I've been seeing, you know, with the practice and whatnot, you know, the little things that he's doing with his with his body, you know, head fakes uh, of things like that. That still is kind of impressed upon me, this idea that he is maybe further along than a lot of us even thought before he had some of the off the field issues. So Mm -hmm. I think his route tree is a little is a little better than maybe his college team even put on his plate and that's the tough part about when you're breaking down college players is that you really don't know what they're being asked to do you know so yeah so I kind of looked at him as kind of this go up and get it guy you know you know deep post uh yeah he's a 50 50 ball you know because of his size but you know maybe there's more to him than that there just seems to be some spark to him right now so I think you know seeing some consistency 
over the next couple of games and really seeing that kind of killer instinct come out in him, if that's something that he replicates on an ongoing basis, obviously we can feel a little bit more confident about what we saw in the first preseason game. Let's switch gears to the other side. And Mama Bear was out to play today, Mama Bear being Mika Fitzpatrick's mom. Replying to Omar Kelly and basically paraphrased, it was uh, Minka's not playing where he should be playing. And Minka did not disagree with her. You know, he did it in a tactful way. I don't think this is going to be a team issue. I think he's going to have open communication about it. And I think he's... uh, just based on his leadership that he showed at Alabama, you think, you know, it can be a tough pill to swallow maybe, but he's the type of player that could absolutely do it if the team requires it. So I don't think this will develop into any dramatic situation. With that being said, I'm going to ask you to speculate, Shane. Do you think, do you agree with the Fitzpatrick's that he's being miscast right now? Or do you think the Dolphins are doing exactly what they need to do? Okay, to speculate, you know, so I'll throw that out there because there is, there's a lot of unknowns here, and and, and I don't want to assume anything. But right. with kind of this regime change, everybody has to bring up the New England Patriots. I mean, you have to. There's just this idea that that is gonna supposed to, the Patriot way, right? That's supposed to be now coming all the way down down, down to Miami. Um, it is a do your job mentality, and so I have to speculate that that's kind of what's going on in the early stages and so it's going to be what's best for the team and so maybe Mm -hmm. yes what's best for minka isn't necessarily what's best for the team and maybe minka's not happy with that maybe that's not you know what's been working or, or or going on in camp as of right now but i think that it probably was a problem in New England as well at, at one point or another, but it's, it's all about the, the product when, when things start to happen, what comes to fruition from the coach's decisions that kind of get people to buy in. And I think that there's always going to be a little rough patch, a little rough uh, road ahead when you start to kind of really break people and, and, and bring in your new philosophy. So um, I, I don't really know what's going on with it, but, I think also there's probably a little too much reading into the situation and, you know, somebody's tweet and and if somebody's supposed to be defending them or not. Right. Okay. So I know just because I know you, I know when you're playing football, you know, you wanted to be a quarterback, but there were times where your coaches played you in a different position. So just give us like existentially, how does that, affect you in any way as a football player if you come out you know you come out and you do your job but in the back of your mind you really want to be playing a different position that's that's a great question because I do have a lot of experience with that you know I went to college uh, to play quarterback and I didn't actually end up playing quarterback at college I got moved to the defensive side of the ball and as a 18 19 year old that was extremely tough on me and so I think that what we're looking at here, too, is a guy like Minka Fitzpatrick or any other players, for that matter, where they are still technically young, you know, younger than us. And 
And so their, their mentality is always a little bit different. So I fought it a little bit. You know, I'll admit that because I didn't quite understand. Mm-hmm. I wasn't mature enough to really understand truly what was the goal. And so, yeah, I worked hard and things of that nature. But when I played for the Auburn Commanders, I went in there to play quarterback. I was given a quarterback job and they brought in competition. And that competition, ultimately, you know, it was back and forth a little bit, but I had to kind of, you know, be delegated to a a second string role. And, you know, as a guy that was kind of brought in in that situation, I was kind of thinking, you know, okay, so I'm going to be the guy. Mm-hmm. And, and then I was surprised with the, with the, the second string role. And it wasn't surprising to me as in the other person wasn't better. They were, but it was just kind of me having to, you know, uh, swallow my pride and be humble. And, mm-hmm. and it was much different being 30 than it was. Right. Being, being <laughs> and so, yes, it is tough, but I, but I think that, um, once you, once you kind of accept that and you, and you see kind of how, you know, football and the family and everybody is working towards one goal, uh, when you're achieving success, it doesn't matter. It really doesn't. So everybody stop what you're doing and follow this man on Twitter, Shane Tyler. It's at sugar S U G a Shane 15. Follow this guy, do it immediately. I want to take a quick, break from Dolphins talk because we need to have a uh, a little fun competition, Shane. So you and I are both probably the biggest hicks in the pro football network. And so I would like to compare our quote unquote country experiences and see how much overlap there is between Southeast Ohio and Northern New York. Are you game? Oh, I'm game. Okay. Now, did you or did you not meet your wife on FarmersOnly.com? I did not. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, we True. didn't have internet. We, we barely had internet back then. So. Okay. True or false, you grew up at le- with at least one four-wheeler. Definitely at least one. Okay. True or false, you or your close friends, their, you know, their family setup, were there crossbows and camouflage? Lots of camouflage, some compound bows. Okay. NASCAR, how prevalent? Um, a little bit more when I was younger. Um, branched out into some of my immediate family, though. I've been, to, I've been to several races, if that makes you feel any better. Pro wrestling, how prevalent? When I was younger, it was kind of a, a cool thing. The video game came out. Not really that big, though. Okay. That's where, man, Southeast Ohio just rages for NASCAR and pro wrestling. Okay, true or false? Most 11- and 12-year-olds are doing some type of rubbing or chewing tobacco. I would say maybe back in my time, maybe a little more true. <laughs> okay, true or false, you guys have to burn your trash because there's no garbage pickup. There was, but you had to pay for it, and it's much cheaper to burn it in a barrel, fill it up, and then you take it out, dump it, and then mm-hmm. start all over again. Burn your yep. garbage, yep. Yep. 
One last question. If you like tell your wife that you're going to get groceries, do you say you're going into town? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No, going I'm going to get groceries. Uh that must have been my grandparents thing. <laughs> They and, hey, hey, Ed, I'm heading into town. Yeah, that's and that's, I mean, and that could that's be a generational. Yeah, just a, any number of things. <laughs> All right, let's get back to Dolphins football and let's get to the offensive line that's received a little heat this week. You know, they're doing the joint practices with the Buccaneers and look like they got worked up pretty good. Now, I know at this point, even now in the preseason, the defense is usually ahead of the offense. That's just the way it is. But with what you have seen slash heard, are you getting kind of nervous about this offensive line, or do you think they'll be able to straighten it out? Well, it'll it'll definitely get better. It has to. But um, I'm I'm concerned. I think the right side of that line. And we all know that the left guard is a, situ- a, a, a sticky situation too. I think the the whole right side is a concern right now, and I we've heard some rumors that uh, Miami was reaching out at least, just testing the waters on Trent Williams, mm-hmm. and I I believe that they are kind of uh, looking out there for more of a guy that they can swing to that right side, uh, Jesse Davis, who really did some good things at the right guard position last year, I think loses a little bit of his talent and, and ability when they put him out there on that island when the speed rushers kind of uh, widen him out at the snap. So, And this Shaq Calhoun right guard, he's he really struggled uh, on any sort of outside-inside moves. Um, he just, he really just didn't have that fluidity that you would ask for from a guard. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm real concerned for the entire offensive line, but I'm, I'm much more concerned for the guys that have to run behind it and throw behind it. I got a question for you from a Twitter mailbag. What former NFL quarterback, and this is our friend, Jeff Neal, what former NFL quarterback does Rosen most remind you of? Well, Rosen has played one year. Um, it's really tough to see what tough comp. Yeah, to to project him to, but I mean, I'll go right back to the UCL UCLA guy, first round draft pick, uh, Troy Aikman. Now, I know that people are going to hear Troy Aikman. They're going to think Super Bowl. They're going to think Hall of Fame. But Troy Aikman was. By all means, just as, you know, as Skip Bayless put it once, uh, he said that he was just as lucky as he is good uh, because, <laughs> of, because of the situation. I mean, he is good. He had yeah. all the talent, right? He had all the talent, the ability. Josh Rosen has a very similar uh, play style, uh, ability, arm arm talent, that sort of thing. I can't measure the intangibles. You know, Troy Aikman, uh, leadership-wise, charisma, all those things, That's that's probably – something that he had above and beyond that was more obvious than a guy like Rosen, who's fairly young still, but, but Troy Aikman, yeah, he, he was the type of guy that when he came in to the league, he, he struggled, you know, he threw twice as many interceptions 
than touchdowns in his rookie season. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't get above 57% a completion percentage until he was in his third year. And he never threw for uh, more than 20 touchdowns until his fourth year. <laughs> Heck, he didn't, he didn't even throw for more than 12 touchdowns until his fourth year. So, <laughs> and he never had over 100 rating in any single season. Now, football is different back then. That's why it's tough yeah. to compare. Yeah. But, but Troy Aikman had a very good situation. And I think that it was his ability, his intangibles, paired and combined with coaching, putting him in a, in a good position, and then putting the talent around him. I mean, it's just that's the way it was, and he took advantage of it. And so I think mm-hmm. that Josh Rosen, he's in a very similar situation. He was very uh, a talented guy in college. He, he, put it, he put it together enough to go to the pros. Who knows where he would have been drafted had he not had some of these knocks on him uh, personally. And I think that, yeah, he's going to take a few years. we got to find – the, the, the perfect coach, the perfect system, the perfect people around him. And maybe it's not Miami, but somewhere uh, it could happen. He could end up becoming that um, that guy similar to a Troy Aikman who with guys around him and good coaching can succeed. Mm. So let's combine the last two topics we've talked about, the quarterback and offensive line. So I'm going to kind of throw a hybrid question at you. So when you're doing your film study, and you're evaluating the quarterback position. Is a quarterback ever in such a precarious situation behind an offensive line that it makes it very hard to grade said quarterback? So in other words, is offensive line ever an excuse for you? Um, it, in situations. I mean, you have, you have to, it has to come into play. I think that just evaluating that preseason game and and the play by Fitzpatrick and the play by Rosen. I thought Fitzpatrick actually played really well, even though you'll look at his stats and you'll see some of the things. I think he, he played really well from a film standpoint. Um, Rosen was very shaky, in my opinion, and a lot of that was not necessarily on the offensive line, but that they – they got to him, and he made some bad decisions because of the rush. So mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. can't blame the offensive line for a bad decision because of the rush. But for him to be in you know, better situations for quarterbacks to be able to set up and throw accurate passes, uh, an offensive line can uh, keep you from finding things that you, you would like to see, but at the same time, it can also expose things. And I think that Fitzpatrick did well with the rush. Rosen struggled a little bit with it. So it it, it, it brings up things, but then like we were, we we're saying, it also hinders some of the um, um, things that you'd want to bring out. I studied Rosen quite a bit in college. I did a piece on the, on the site about him there all four years and then his first year. And it was, it was tough to kind of evaluate him based on he was behind some poor, lines you know offensive lines in in five straight years so i've heard the expression seeing ghosts when you play quarterback position where you know you just get crushed a few times and then you just don't trust the pocket presence and you tend to go with your first read and and just get the ball out as quickly as you can do you think that's accurate uh in any way in josh rosen's case have you seen that in the film Josh Rosen definitely did a few things in Arizona that were uncharacteristic of him in college. 
and mm-hmm. it's probably you know it's probably a combination of the NFL and the fact that the offensive line was struggling around him. So, yeah, I I I definitely believe it. You can get the happy feet. It's in your mind. You want to tell the guys you trust them, but you really don't after you take a few licks. You yeah. Know? And, mm-hmm. and I saw Fitzpatrick actually do. I know I was just talking good about him, but I saw him do it too. I saw him kind of step up and out. Uh, he took a poor lane and ended up taking a sack when the, the middle – of, of the field kind of opened up a nice lane there, either to run or throw through. And he just kind of did it, had a little clock in his head. and was like one second, two second, I'm out, you know? So uh, right. sometimes I think sometimes they're a little quick to react when they shouldn't just because of previous uh, run-ins with the defense. Shane, I got one more question for you before I let you off the hook. And again, appreciate you spending some time with us again, everybody follow this man at Sugar Shane, S-U-G-A, Shane15 on Twitter, film room director at the Pro Football Network. So we, at this moment in recording, do not know the extent to Kenyon Drake's injury. Let's just uh, hypothetically say he misses at least the first two games. Do you think Kalem... Balaj is capable of doing the bulk of the running back work? Um, in the short term, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't necessarily feel too good about the, the backfield, mainly because of the experience mm-hmm. and, and the depth, once again. Um, I don't think they, they, the Dolphins, can afford really any injuries. Um, you've got a guy who barely uh, played as a rookie, even though he had some um, some spurts of, of success. And then you've got Kenyon Drake, who's supposed to be their number one, and he's never really been a running a running back one, even in back going back to college. So uh, the guys behind them, you know, your Mark Waltons um, and some of the other guys uh, that are trying to make this team. I just struggle to think that it's that it's something that they can deal with with an injury. I think without injuries, it's a put the players in good position play calling scenario where it works, especially behind mm-hmm. especially behind a bad offensive line once again. So it's really uh, a bad situation overall. Um, as far as him holding up, I think he'll do some good things. I think we'll see his inexperienced show. Again, we were joined by Shane Tyler tonight, semi-pro quarterback and film room director at the Pro Football Network and probably an overall handsome man, although I haven't seen him in person. So um, I will reserve judgment until I see him and have a beer with him someday. For this episode of Finsider Daily, this is A.A. Ron Sutton signing out. Fins up, everybody. Go Dolphins. That was Finsider Radio, part of the Finsider.com and the SB Nation Network. Miami has the Dolphins, the greatest football team. We take the ball from goal to goal like no one's ever seen. We're in the air, we're on the ground, we're always in control. And when you say Miami, you're talking Super Bowl, because we're the Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins number one. Yes, we're the Miami Dolphins. Bye, Andy.
football team. We drink the ball from goal to goal like no one's ever seen. We're in the air, we're on the ground, we're always in control. And when you say Miami, you're talking Super Bowl, cause we're the Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins number one. Yes, we're the Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins number one. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to cars.com. It's magical.